Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York. What am I talking about? Well, what else is there to talk about except the crazy this environment right now? You know, regarding not only our presidential election, but COVID-19. So let's first, let's talk about the presidential election. It was, uh, it was Saturday afternoon when it was called by major news organizations that Joe Biden uh, would be the next president of the United States, becoming president-elect. And there was, you know, acceptance, celebration speeches that evening from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And things seemed to be going kind of normal, right? Except no. Because, of course, like everything else that's been happening the past four years... Uh, a wrench was thrown in normalcy when the current occupant of the White House decided not to accept the results and to make allegations of massive fraud. And there was a press conference by Rudolph Giuliani outside of a place called Four Seasons Landscaping between a crematorium and a sex shop. So this real, really professional, sophisticated uh, stuff going on here. And look, we've been through a lot these these past few years as far as politics. And sort of just so how it's consumed our lives every day of every waking second almost. Especially for those people who are interested. I'm sure there's some people who's, who don't who still don't pay much attention to politics. But I think the people who are interested, who are concerned citizens... It's just been this overwhelming environment and atmosphere about policies and, and decisions being made. So this is just a continuation of that, but to an extreme, because we are talking about sort of the foundation of this country, democracy, the Constitution, uh, the conceding of power, a successful transition to, uh, to new leadership. These are sort of like the, this is like the backbone of what America is supposed to be. The example that uh, we have set uh, for well over two centuries now. And the fact that we, we have this just uh, troubling and disgusting uh, reaction and response to voting, where more people voted for one person than the other person. It by a wide amount. We are talking record levels. And to have it dismissed and uh, sort of shrouded in this sort of this uh, deceitful, narcissistic, uh, craven, uh, just uh, nonsense, it, it has to make you upset. It, it, it has to make you upset to me. If you really care about the country... It's stability, it's national security. And look, it's very easy to see all these issues through partisan politics for many people. If you say one thing about someone, oh, you're just a Democrat or a liberal, or vice versa, oh, you're just saying that because you're a Republican or conservative, or you're a libertarian, or you're a leftist, or whatever. And look, there are some things, though, that go beyond partisan politics. That has to. If you want a, a, a functioning country, 
and not everything can be seen through the lens of partisan politics. There has to be some sort of level where we just look at it as citizens. And what is going on right now is not good. And the threat of not sort of conceding and sort of this sort of sort of threatening feeling that uh, sort of democracy is, is just going to be dismissed uh, because people just can't accept losing uh, an election. I think we all should be mad. I think even if you voted uh, on the other side of the person who lost, who is the current occupant of the White House, if you, I think even if you voted that way, as a citizen, you should be concerned that someone is going to dis- dismiss, uh, uh, try to dismiss an election. And the fact that, look, I guess also about partisan politics, most of my life, and I, I will share this with you, even though I grew up in a family of Democrats and I I leaned, you know, I've always uh, leaned left, even though I was probably my young adulthood more of a centrist maybe or more in the middle or well, moderate, but I was an independent. I did not become a registered Democrat. And I am a registered Democrat, just to let you know that, for, you know, for transparency. I didn't become a registered Democrat until five years ago. And the reason why I was independent for so long, because, like many people, I think the two-party system does not, is not enough to meet uh, the needs of the American people. I think, I think there are major problems with both parties. I think there's major problems with the Democratic Party. There's major problems with the Republican Party. And I think there's there's major problems with the entire system of politics, and I don't think both parties can really meet the the needs and the functions of what we need. So that was I was independent for a long time, but then I realized being independent kind of, you know, it was a false sense of neutrality, right? It was basically just sort of like an just a way to identify. Like, you know, it's like when you have, like, a favorite band, like, oh, that's my favorite band, or I only eat uh, this type of food, you know, like, trying to identify something. And for me, it was like, okay, if I really want to have a voice, uh, so as far as things like primaries here, especially in New York State, where we have closed primaries, you have to vote in a party, it made sense to actually become a part of a party. If we had open primaries... There's a good chance I probably would have remained independent, but it was like, it didn't make much sense. And so what I'm trying to explain is that partisan politics uh, should not be the issue here. This should be about what is the United States of America? What does it represent? What does it mean? What do we want to sort of set as an example, not only to the world, but to ourselves? Uh, are we are we saying that the only thing that matters is power, which is what we hear now? Basically, we have a, a group of people saying, you know what, democracy, will of the people, that doesn't really matter as much as long as we can get a hold of power and sort of uh, do things we want to do because we think that's the way it should be done. You know, we know best, so we're gonna kind of dismiss the idea of people uh, sort of having the power to make their choices and have those choices be reflected in the leadership. So this is very uh, troubling. Yeah, I think people should be angry, frustrated. Should people be scared? You know, I don't know. Because like I said before, I, I think a lot of pundits and a lot of people who think a lot about this stuff, 
this has been a time of season where expertise has been kind of in many ways failing because we are sort of unprecedented times. So it's hard for people to look at this situation and say this is exactly what's going to happen. We haven't really been in many situations like this before, if any at all. So yes, people should be worried and concerned. What's going to happen January 20th? Well, I expect that we should have a new president January 20th. And we should, you know, whatever that, however that plays out, wherever it goes, that's what should be happening. If it doesn't happen, then something is fundamentally wrong and this is a broken nation. I think enough about that. On to some... But not good news. This is just as bad. Uh, COVID-19 is spreading like wildfire, as they say. And we've had a lot of wildfires this year, too, and across the country. So that's, you know, that's I think something better to say. But COVID-19, the situation is getting worse as we see places across the country where rates are rising. Uh, ICU beds are filled up. Uh, I think in Texas, we saw... Uh, I think it was El Paso, Texas, which was being really hit really hard. We saw those mobile morgue uh, trucks, uh, more of those. We've seen, I think, in Utah, uh, when that beds are being filled up. Percentage rates are going up here in New York City. And here in New York State, the governor uh, said that restaurants and other locations starting, I believe, Friday the 13th, you know, how fitting, uh, will have to close at 10 p.m., because of the rising rates. And I, I've said it on this podcast, you've heard it before for other people. The approach in the management of this pandemic has been horrible from the federal government uh, to, spur, to whatever part of the country where different governors and different mayors across have just not been up to the task. And there have been some places where, yeah, you know, where leadership has been there, but for the overall, from the top, uh, there hasn't been leadership to to deal with this. And we, you know, we've been going through this now for, it seems almost an entire year now. It hasn't been an entire year, but it feels like that. And we're almost back to where we were at the beginning. At the beginning of this, where it was like, this was really scary, and people first were taking this seriously, but we see a lot of people get kind of just lazy with far as wearing a mask and social distancing and, and large gatherings. In fact, I saw there's a news report, I think, last week here in New York that a party of like 150 people, a hookah party, was broken up. Really? A hookah party in the pandemic, 150 people? Like, you know, uh, I'm all for, you know... For letting the legal process make its way through, but uh, I don't think any of those people were arrested. I think whoever organized the party was fine, but maybe all those people should have been hosed down, like with disinfectant, before they had to leave the place. Like it doesn't make much sense. And then we have Thanksgiving around the corner, and uh, health authorities are urging people do not have large gatherings. Uh, don't if you have to have. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner, make sure there's small people in your household or have it outside. Uh, I saw one thing that said, if you're going out of town for Thanksgiving, bring your own plates, which uh, I don't know for some reason that made me laugh. I'm just thinking about someone. I, maybe they mean paper plates, but I was just thinking about someone trying to bring like very nice china on a plane and, you know, like as they carry on. 
uh, as they go to visit whoever their aunt or their grandmother uh, for dinner. And I said, look, I don't know why people, look, people want to spend time with their family. It's important, you know, with your loved ones. I get that. But also, isn't it important not to potentially spread a dangerous virus to your loved ones? Like, yeah, you love grandma and you love your cousin, but God forbid if your grandma and cousin get sick, and let's say it's because of you, you're never going to enjoy Thanksgiving ever again. You know, every year when we're in front of a pumpkin pie or potato salad or slicing into a turkey, you're going to be having sad thoughts because Thanksgiving long ago, it was you that got grandma and cousin Earl and uncle Jimmy and whoever else in your family, you're the one that got them sick because you were reckless. Because before you went to Thanksgiving, you probably were at a hookah party. So, come on, people. It's like, can we we have some kind of just common sense, right? And look, I understand people, look, I understand restaurant owners and businesses that are trying to stay open because they need money. And employees need to, employees need money. Everyone has been put in a really bad position. And look, we could have, in this first start, we could easily have a more robust uh, rescue package for states and cities and for employees and employers and, you know, have more promotion of masks and social distancing very early on. But because we haven't had that and we've had we've had this time where people just don't, you know, people have gotten sort of used to not abiding by any kind of regulations or any suggestions or regulations we are in the middle of a huge mess. Now, there was good news. Uh, I believe it was Pfizer, pharmaceutical company, announced that uh, the vaccine they were working on appears to be 90% effective. And also, there's another, beginning right now, another company announced that uh, they have a approval for a treatment drug, which has been used. And so... That was good news, right? We seem to be getting closer uh, to some sort of solution on on the medical front. But look, we had over 200,000 people die. And many of them deaths would just did not have to happen. It, it, was, it was just senseless. And, you know, and I, I don't think we've really dealt with the impact. And unfortunately, this winter... Uh, the way things are going and, and the way things are trending, there's going to be a lot more death. There's going to, you know, it's not going to be a very happy holiday and a Merry Christmas for many people this year. And well, most of it was avoidable, which is very sad. So I just wanted to share some of those thoughts with you. You can find me on Twitter and at uh, Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man, Glenn with two wins, Price Man with two wins. Thank you for listening. Glenn's talking. Man from New York.